eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're you're tuned into It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. The top podcast covering the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata at Odyssey Sports Podcast. We are back. It's always game day in Cincinnati. Lindsay Patterson, Mike Santagata. I apologize in advance. My voice is a little weak due to a cold and a post-game win for the Cincinnati Bengals uh, over the Kansas City Chiefs three times in a row in a calendar year. How are you doing? Excellent. I am doing awesome. I mean, what a game. Man, there were so many moments in that football game where it was incredible. If you're at home and you were just not a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs or the Cincinnati Bengals, because when you're a fan, all the nerves start to set in and you're like, can they do it? Will the Bengals beat them for the third time? Or will Kansas City beat the streak? Will they finally end it? It went so many ways. But if I was watching at home as a neutral NFL fan, just enjoying football, that was a great game. And it always is with Kansas City and the Cincinnati Bengals. You got to respect I mean – I don't know how much the Kansas City defense really did the stuff the Bengals. Uh, they had the drop and some. They, they, I'll give them credit because they they did make, I think, a stop or two at least to force a field goal. But what you got from the Bengals defense, I think, is something you don't always get in these like high powered offense games. You don't always get these like a sack on Patrick Mahomes to force a 50 plus yard field goal that the kicker misses or Jermaine Pratt. They're giving up 20 yards to Travis Kelsey, but he rips the ball out and recovers it. What a freaking play. Uh, just some big defensive plays. And I think that's something sometimes you miss. Like when you look back, there were a bunch of turnovers in that game. It was like a weird, one of the best games I could think of as a neutral fan was that Kansas city versus the Rams game. It was on Monday night football. I think it was like 45, 41, but the the thing about these games are it's not as quick too. like, yeah, there's some big plays, but it feels like two smart, well-controlled offenses. I know it's gotten the comps. It does feel a little bit like those Manning Brady ones where both offenses are just working to the nth degree, you've got two amazing quarterbacks just operating at such a high level and two coaches 
that are doing a good job. I mean, we'll get into it, but every controversial decision Zach made, and I know there's fans that don't like it, I loved it. I do too. And honestly, I actually, I tweeted it while, while watching in person, which is silly. I should be off Twitter. But uh, I said I liked that they went for it. I just didn't like the call. But I want to say that Joe changed it up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the, it's called a kill call. Um, when the quarterback goes to the line, he basically has two calls. You've got your first play, which is probably just QB sneak. Like that's probably what they're going to run. Quarterback sneak. If you don't like the look and the way the Chiefs played it, I don't remember exactly, but I assume they just had a whole lot of dudes in the A gap and maybe the B gap. So it's like, okay, we don't like this. They've got four guys committed to the interior of our line i have nowhere to go so kill the Bengals kill call hopefully you know defense scores aren't listening but it, it's their hands to the helmet and he says can can i'm canning this play to the next one and the next play was a jet sweep so burrow makes the audible zach taylor puts both calls in there in theory they both work because if they're clogging up the inside then go outside if they're clogging outside if they're not clogging the inside just take that yard they didn't take the yard. I know a lot of people were complaining that they didn't sneak it. And I'm like, well, Burrow's the reason they didn't sneak it. Now, if you're going to complain, I don't like the jet sweep. Maybe let's get play action, get the quarterback something to do here because he's an MVP level quarterback and he show, he's showing it today. Um, I can vibe with that. But the idea that they should have just sneaked the ball, well, that, that decision doesn't come down to Taylor. That comes down to Burrow. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, um, I mean, we here's the number. Zach Taylor versus Andy Reid. Three and zero. They start to the, say that, that's not luck; that's a streak. Uh, I know they're all close wins, but yes, and the Bengals, like I said, who holds the pen last? Who held the pen last? Bengals. Bengals are holding the ball each each of the last uh, three games. Yeah, <laughs> three is a trend, as Nick trend. said. Uh, the other uh, call Zach Taylor made that I want to give some credit to yeah. is he called that timeout right before the two-minute warning. They were not able to wind the clock down to the two-minute warning, so he takes a timeout because you don't take a delay of game there. But what he didn't want to do was just run the ball and let the clock just hit two minutes and keep rolling that way. He wanted to give his quarterback something to do there. He said, hey, put this game out of reach if it's there. Yeah. The issue is Burrow actually, again, and I think Burrow played an A-plus game. I hate I to harp on him a second time. But um, I love the pass call because you're getting – the clock's stopping either way. If he throws an incompletion, as long as it takes five seconds because it's two minutes and five seconds, that clock's going to stop. The yeah. issue was I, I don't know if Burrow was like lost in his mind, thought maybe they're at 203 or something when he, he sits down and takes a sack and loses yards. It's like just just throw that out of bounds. Just throw it out of bounds because even if it's not two minutes yet, it's like 201. By the time it goes out of bounds, it will be two minutes and it won't matter. But, hey, who cares? He throws a dime while taking a smash hit. And I saw it on Twitter, and it's something I, I agree with when I'm watching live. I was like, was there a pre-snap penalty? Because <laughs> I see a guy running right at Burrow, and he's just unfazed. And he throws the slant to T, which awesome game from T. Awesome game from T and Chase. And Everyone. We'll get to, we'll get to P-Rod, all these guys. Uh, but, yeah, what a catch from T, contested catch, and what a throw from Burrow. Just tight window as you're taking a hit, not phased. I'm going to win this game. Let's not kick the field goal and just trust our defense to hold up on a one-minute drill. Let's let's win this game right now. And they did. Uh, awesome stuff. Let's stay right there uh, because that drive gave me a little deja vu with about 6.20 to go in the game when they played here for the, the the game that they won the AFC North on. 
and it was a huge upset January 2nd. And I looked at the clock knowing there's 620 and you don't want to give Patrick Mahomes the ball. The way the clock was starting to get managed in that last drive when they were able to stop them defensively, I thought the same thing around the two minute warning drill. And now that I look back on it, I agree with you. Um, I obviously don't want Joe Burrow to take a sack or lose yardage. And he did during that. But if someone were to tell me, I don't think any other quarterback in the league, maybe Patrick Mahomes is the only one that throws the, for that first down. Yeah. Like, I think it, it reminds me of Brady of just like hitting that guy, even though I'm going to take a hit, I'm going to stand in this pocket. I'm not phased Burrow 80.6 completion percentage today. And that's with a drop touchdown. I don't remember. And Hayden Hurst failed to track that one ball. I mean, that's, that's two of his six incompletions I can think of. And then there's the one that one didn't count because of the penalty. Uh, I was thinking the one T almost caught heel comes down out of bounds. Yeah. Not a lot. Not, I can't think of very many, if any really bad decisions. I think a ball got batted, Mm -hmm. but that was on a weird drop eight to spy look. So I can't think of like, Burrow threw that ball and it's like tight coverage gets swatted down and you're like, Oh, got lucky. He got away. It's like, no, the chiefs got lucky that he didn't do more like 80.6% completion percentage, 286 yards, two touchdowns. And it should have been worse. <laughs> like the, the touchdown to Boyd, it's a play that what should have been a touchdown to Boyd was, is a play the Bengals have had for the entire Zach Taylor run. It's called Raven. It's a pick from the outside and a wheel around from the inside and I mean, when it works, it's awesome. You get that little bit of a rub, as the offense will call it, a pick, as the defense will call it. Jamar Chase just gets in the way, and they don't switch it. So if that guy goes under, then you throw it over the top. If he goes over, you throw it back shoulder. Guy got caught and went under. It's a walk-in touchdown. Nobody's near Boyd, and ah, uh, just the, when the execution on these plays starts hitting like that, and then it sucks with the drop. But it just reminds you, like. Yeah, the Bengals can get to that. They don't run that play that often. They've run it for years, but they can get to that, and that's that's very fun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I, I think it's a report, it's an important reminder. Joe Burrow told us after their slow start, hey, you know, relax, calm down. Everything's fine. And and Zach Taylor said it in the locker room last week. And he said, you know, they don't remember the September, they don't remember the October, you know, kind of referencing the December, January games and just how important this is right now. And it's early December. You want to know something that hasn't happened to the Kansas City Chiefs in a while in December? They're going to have to change that graphic because they always leave out January, but they never mention December and Patrick Mahomes' record. And Cincinnati does it three times in a calendar year and, and just proves. And honestly, and again, this feels a little bit like a hot take because it was a great football game by both teams. It's wild because there wasn't a lot of punting because every possession felt like it took six, five to six minutes off the clock. And it was intense and it was everything we thought this game was going to be. It was great that 90% of America got to watch it, but you have a guy like Joe Burrow. And at the end of the day, all of the MVPs, pro balls, none of that matters. It's big for the player and their contracts. And, and obviously they want that. But Joe Burrow is the MVP of this league right now. 
Ooh, man. All right, tell me who. Tell me who. Oh, I just have to look at the stats. Like, I, I, I hate making the declarative statement Joe Burrow is the MVP right now. Like, he beat he, – he out-dueled Mahomes today. And he, Mahomes played well. I don't want to discredit. Yeah. It's like, Burrow was insane with the 80.6 completion percentage and whatnot. 59, that's fine. But then he's 8.3 yards per attempt. That was only a yard under Burrow. And he threw a touchdown. He had that – I mean, the run was cool from him. The, the jump oh, man. Oh, yes. Uh, I – and to those saying I'm it was so a fumble. Glad that, that, that didn't matter. The the Patrick Mahomes touchdown didn't. I'm glad they didn't win because that image would be all over. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. But to those complaining about the fumble, the Chiefs recovered it. It didn't matter. <laughs> like I saw the Chiefs player come out with the ball. I was like, yeah. I, I mean, like, who cares who who cares who gets the touchdown? Yeah. But um, that was. I mean, what a stand that that was like a battle. That was a really cool battle because the Bengals held up until that that play and they almost made it. Like. Mahomes jumps up unexpectedly, but Pratt and Wilson, I believe, at the same time are hitting him. They didn't go low. They went, like, middle section on him, but he jumped up over them, and then Taylor Britt hits him, and the ball comes out. But, ah, just game of inches, you know? Um, but, anyway, I so much to talk about in this game. This game was awesome. Just neutral observer, just football fan, obviously, yes. And then as a Bengals fan, I'm sure everybody really enjoyed this. And I'll say it, you weren't there, but – Tony Romo was on it. I loved it. Was he? I loved it. I love what he's doing. No, give me a breakdown we're, of Tony. We're, we're, big, we're big Tony fans on this part. Okay. I like, well, A, I liked a lot of the takes he had just about, you know, different things that went on. I'm trying to think back to exactly different things, but um, uh, I know he gave DJ Reader a couple shout outs. I'm always going to like that. You love it? Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of the the quarterbacking type stuff that he can talk about with you know his experience and then you know seeing a blitz against Mahomes and what that's doing with the defense leaving them one on one. I thought the Bengals you know they was playing with fire and they eventually got burned. It felt like it felt similar. I don't know. I don't have too many exact Tony moments, but I just know while I'm listening to the to the broadcast, I never went. No, I completely disagree or something. The only one I could think of is he thought they got too cute with that two-minute, right before the two-minute thing. And I I, I like that call just because mm-hmm. I like putting the ball in the quarterback's head. I thought the quarterback didn't do the best job with it, but just awesome job from him. He's just so excited to see good football. You know, like, like it feels like when he watches Bengals, Chiefs, it's like a friend, an extremely knowledgeable friend, but like a, a friend that's just like, oh, man, this is just awesome. Like coming to watch – not a Bengals fan, but they came over and they're like watching it with you. Just like, wow, this is so cool. Like seeing blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He's going to give credit to Mahomes and the chiefs and Andy Reed, but he's also going to give credit to the Bengals and Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor and all these guys. It's like, I know he gave some credit to Lou Rumo, and you know, he's just, he's talking up the Bengals and he's doing it in a smart way. And I just really enjoy that. So what I love about Tony Romo, and I think Bengals fans, they do hear that. I think the Mahomes stuff when he praises Mahomes, which Mahomes is very easy to praise. He's Why great... wouldn't you praise Mahomes if so, you're a yeah. former quarterback? You see that guy, it's like, dude, what if I could do that? But it's just like in awe. And that's what I, I agree with him. Of course you're going to talk Mahomes up when you see him make a play. He is a great athlete and a great NFL football player. Him and Joe Burrow, Josh Allen are my top quarterbacks in the AFC right now. Easily. What? AFC? AFC. I think NFL. Tua was exposed a little bit today, but, you know, we'll get to that later in the segment. NFL, um, though. But, you know, let's go. NFL. Let's go. Yeah. NFL. I'm, I'm all about it. But Tony Romo, if, if you needed a little Bengals praise, all you have to do is go back to all of the the, the championship, the AFC championship, and listen how he talks about Joe Burrow. Listen yeah, how he, he did it today, too. It's just he's, it's, 
he likes he likes watching good football. And the thing about these two, that it, it was all that Bills Chiefs talk. Bills Chiefs, and and look, they're still two of the top teams in the AFC. You, don't forget about the Bengals. And and the thing about Tony Rebo, Jim Nance, Tracy Wolfson, they have a nice little record when calling the Kansas City Chiefs games. Uh, I'm kind of they've done all three, yeah, all three, and and good things have happened, and it's just. Absolutely wild. And I definitely just want to kind of dedicate this first segment to the play of Joe Burrow. And yeah, yeah with- you, incredible. A plus. Like I, I give credit. Where's you? I I I mean you could say A, I guess, because of like the decision to sit down and take that sack or not to run the sneak or whatever. Hindsight a little bit with one of those and the other one, whatever, one mistake and 98 is still an A plus. You know, it's a, a couple mistakes is when I'll move into A. When he's playing as incredible as he did, this was something Tony pointed out. Those the throws he was making early in the game are so difficult to fit over the linebacker in front of the safety and get the ball to drop. Like it's not just on a line where they can get knocked down it's getting enough elevation to get it over that first level and then get it to drop down to help your receiver not have to jump up and take a giant hit at the second level that's or second and third level whatever but yeah uh, i like that you pointed out and uh i remember matt hasselbeck talking about how that's the nfl throw that's the hardest throw a quarterback has to make a lot of college guys can't do it uh it's just different and like that he pointed out, it was he was killing them on that. And eventually Spagnolo is not a patient defensive coordinator, so he got out of that. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, DC. Uh, and and shout out to Randy Moss. He keeps picking the Cincinnati Bengals. He's a day one um on those pregame shows. And I and we love to see that. I want to get a little more speaking of wide receivers, a little more to the wide receiver room, the offensive line. And we got to give the defense some credit again with Patrick Mahomes and Lou Anarumo. We'll get to that next on it's always game day in Cincinnati. 